Welcome to Economic Development Secrets, where economic developers from across the country spill their secrets to our host, Nicole D'Souza. You'll hear firsthand accounts from economic developers in the trenches, from what works to what doesn't work, how deals come together or how deals go bad. You'll hear everyone's economic development secrets. Welcome to Economic Development Secrets. This month's special guest is Jackie kelly Aa, Senior Economic Development Analyst for the East Bay Economic Development Alliance. Jackie discusses a couple of exciting programs that they offer in promoting regionalism in this vibrant area. One of which is panels of current economic development trends that professionals in the field need to be familiar with. Trends have included cannabis and cryptocurrency. Another exciting program that they offer, they like to call the Academy Awards of Economic Development. Here is our interview with Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Thank you so much for joining us today on Economic Development Secrets. Hello. Hi, Nicole. Good morning. Um, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to, to speak with you today and share a little bit about my background and uh, my organization. Wonderful. Well, we are really excited to hear from you. Can you start by telling the audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. Yes. Uh, so my name is Jackie Kali'i'a'a, and I'm a Senior Economic Development Analyst for uh, the East Bay EDA, the East Bay Economic Development Alliance. So we are a cross-sector public-private partnership, and we cover Alameda and Contra Costa counties, so the East Bay. And um, I'm actually an East Bay native, uh, which is very exciting to work in my own backyard. And um, I'm a proud graduate of UC Berkeley, go Bears. Uh, that's where I uh, got my bachelor's and uh, Columbia University for my master's in urban planning. So I've been in economic development for just a little under a decade now. And my master's uh, work specialized in community and economic development. So I studied, um, let's see, in my, in my second year um, program, I studied in the informal economy. So I looked at uh, New York City street vending, actually. So I was looking at street vendors and entrepreneurialism, as well as street vending policy and how, how it uh, was mapped out uh, in New York City. And for my master's thesis, I actually worked with uh, my tribe, the Washoe tribe of Nevada and California. And I looked at economic development models uh, for federally recognized tribes. So I'm a, I'm a typical uh, sort of rich blend of ethnicities, the diversity that you see in the East Bay. So um, on my father's side, I am Native Hawaiian and Native American. And that's my last name, Kali'i'a. And I'm also Portuguese and Italian on my mother's side. So interestingly, we're, our family's been in the East Bay for quite some time. Um, my Portuguese family immigrated from the Azores Islands at the turn of the 20th century, and um, they actually opened up a fruit orchard in Hayward. Well, what is called present-day Hayward. I think at the time it was like Valley Vista, I, I believe. Wow. So uh, my family's been in the East Bay for quite some time. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's fascinating. Oh, my goodness. I was wondering how you pronounced your last name. I was going to ask you later because it yes, has quite an interesting it. spelling. <laughs> it is. It is. There's there's four vowels in a row, which is quite surprising to most people. Um, there should be sort of the okinas, the glottal stops, but um, that was 
a long time ago that got removed from our last name, but but yes, that's how you pronounce it is Kali'i A'a. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, but I was, my uh, family's been in Hayward for quite some time. My grandfather's both worked at the Naval Air Station in Alameda. So um, my, my father was raised out there too. They had a lot of housing that was developed in the San Leandro Hayward area. So um, it's exciting to, to be a part of this community and then also use my professional skill sets in my own backyard. Absolutely. Well, even what you were talking about, um, your work in New York sounds fascinating. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was really interesting. I knew for my planning program, I wanted to study in a place that was super urban and I wanted to get to experience another diverse landscape because New York City has so many interesting challenges. It's a very dense environment and there's um, the street vending was really picked up by a lot of uh, newly immigrated populations as well as veterans as an opportunity for them to be their own bosses, so to speak, and to run their own businesses. So I really liked to look at the the street vending issue and and how how the policies were impacting um, entrepreneurs in in the city. Yeah, that's very interesting. I would imagine. Can you tell us a little bit about the East Bay EDA? Sure. Yes. So um, East Bay EDA, we are a cross sector organization. And uh, it's a public-private partnership that supports economic development in Alameda and Contra Costa counties. So um, East Bay EDA actually began 28 years ago, <laughs> so we've been around for a while. It started off as an advisory committee to the Alameda County Board of Supervisors, but now it's known as a regional economic development problem solver. Um, it's serving a lot of diverse populations here. So I think the, the very unique thing about our organization is that we're a convener of local government, the private sector, uh, envi environmental stewards, the nonprofit groups, as well as labor and philanthropy. Um, so we actually have 140 cross-sector members, which is wonderful. That's the, a lot. Um, we have 27 member cities. So that includes their mayors, their city council, the city manager, as well as the economic development directors in those cities. So we're the only economic development organization that's composed of leadership for our governing arm and our executive committee, which includes appointees from the Board of Supervisors for both counties, appointees from the Mayor's Conference for both counties, appointees from the City Managers Association for the counties, as well as the Economic Development Directors Council of both counties. So that includes two East Bay County administrators as well. So in short, we have a lot of different voices and a diversity of perspectives that are included in the way that we tackle and problem solve here at East Bay EDA. That is very neat. That's such a neat organization. And um, I know just a little plug for our listeners. Um, I actually live out in the East Bay, so I am extremely excited about this podcast um, to hear about what's happening in my backyard. So that's exciting. Yes. Um, and we have half of our uh, governing arm actually includes a lot of high level private sector leaders across the different industries. So it rounds out our governing arm, our representatives from research, small business, K through 12 education, post-secondary education, it includes the Port of Oakland, special districts, utilities, and really just a, a, a lot of the regional philanthropy here. 
So um, what's unique about our, our region is that we're home to a lot of really successful major companies like Kaiser, Clorox, UC Berkeley, go Bears, <laughs> Tesla, Pete's Coffee, Blue Bottle Co um, Coffee Company. And we also are unique in that we have three national labs in our backyard. So we have Lawrence Livermore, Lawrence Berkeley, as well as Sandia National Labs. So we're really fortunate to draw from an innovative business community, which includes top tier educational institutions as well as uh, research facilities. Wow, so the coverage you do is in such a thriving area and um, that's just so neat that I'm sure you guys are all spread so thin with so much work. What do you think some of the strengths of your organization are? I think it has a lot to do with the fact that we're a cross-sector convener. Uh, we have access to high-level leadership and we have a very business-led perspective. So when you attend one of our events, uh, you can see the diversity in the room. We've got mayors, CEOs, city staff, community advocates, and entrepreneurs. So it's this type of inclusive environment that allows us to tackle regional problems from all perspectives and it makes for overall sustainable solutions. So we're built as a member-driven organization and um, I actually lead a team of three analysts. Um, they act like a consulting um, arm for our cities. So we always ask our cities to think of us as the extra staff that they couldn't hire. So we do a lot of database uh, research which includes, um, we have subscriptions to Implan, MC, InfoGroup, EconoView, just to name a few. And um, we run a lot of data requests for our cities. Uh, recently, we conducted a study on venture capital going into the Tri-Valley area. And um, it's great because it helped us see the, the top performing companies. One, for example, is worth nearly a billion dollars in Pleasanton. So it's exciting to get into the weeds of the data, but also pull out some really interesting, unique facts about the East Bay. Um, we also get requests about who's the top employer, how much, um, how much is our art sector contributing to the overall economy, and with our four-person analyst team, uh, we start to work with the city staff, try to whittle down the question to to understand how we can come up with a really good uh, a really good answer for for what they're looking for. Uh, recently, we also did a contribution analysis for the arts sector in Oakland, and it was great because we got to see what is the dollar amount that's going into the economy that supports the arts sector. And uh, we also did a, a map of the location of employers for the city of San Pablo. So we field requests fairly regularly, and we work with cities to better understand the overarching data questions. And um, another strength is that we have leadership committees. And we have eight of them, and these leadership committees really steer our work and help us prioritize uh, what what's important for for the for the East Bay EDA as a whole. For example, I support the Economic Development Directors Council, the EDD Council, and uh, one of the big pushes uh, this last year and this coming year is we're working to develop a regional marketing campaign for the entire East Bay. So that is, is a huge task, getting 27 member cities um, to, number one, agree on the messaging, and number two, to, to it would be a great resource that we could utilize at trade shows and really, really uh, put us on the map. I think a lot of times the East Bay is compared to San 
San Francisco and Silicon Valley, but we definitely have our own spirit. We definitely have our own rhythm and it's really um, going to be a task, but it's also going to be a huge benefit to articulate what are the unique qualities that we contribute uh, here in the East Bay. That is so interesting. That sounds great having that huge marketing plan together. I would imagine since you have so many organizations, um, member organizations that you work with, and they're so diverse that you're kind of always probably working on different things. That must be very exciting. Yes, I, I think it's it's really interesting because there's never the same day here. It's never really a repeat. We get a new data request in, Sometimes we get a data request from an international investor and we're some, some days we're working on queries about ports and different types of port cargo and goods that come through. And then the next day we're working on uh, putting together an investor uh, letter so that they can support an immigration application. So there's a, such a wide variety of things that, that we do here. That's very neat. Well, what other resources does the East Bay EDA offer communities within the region? One big thing that we offer uh, is our professional development opportunities, as well as our direct business services. So the eight committees that I, I referenced before, um, we have, for example, land use and infrastructure. We have a policy um, committee, which is legislation and advocacy. And then my committee, EDD Directors uh, Council, sorry, the Economic Development Directors Council. And um, these are the opportunities for leadership, really. So um, many of our members get to have a lead role in being the chair, or in some instances, some of the committees are structured to have a co-chair position. So they really get a chance to, to lead and to have an influence on the type of project work that our staff is directing. So I think that's the, the big piece of it is there's a lot of opportunity for growth and I know that there are very active members of our cities that are, are attending all of our events and also taking leadership opportunities and roles on our panels and committees. And that's another part of what we do is we, if there's an interesting topic, we put together a panel. So for example, last year, as I'm sure you're familiar, Cannabis was a very hot topic. A lot of cities were trying to understand how do they structure ordinances to account for this new law. And that was something that we knew was a hot topic. So we put together a panel and that was a huge resource to folks that were trying to better understand what are the implications for local government and for business. Um, and right now um, we're structuring a panel on cryptocurrency and uh, blockchain technology and this is also a very hot topic talking about the different types of cryptocurrencies that are in um, that are out there and better understanding how these technologies and how these currencies can be utilized in uh, international um, trade that is very neat I love the forward thinking so I have talked to some people that are wonderful at doing regionalism and some people the actually majority of people that really don't do regionalism because economic development can tend to be a cutthroat um, way of working. Uh, so, and it sounds like you guys are really good at cultivating this regionalism in the East Bay. Can you discuss what the benefits of regionalism are in working towards economic development goals? Absolutely. 
Well, number one, growth and issues do not stop at city boundaries. So we consume space regionally. For example, you'll live in one city and you'll work in another. So in fact, we did an exercise with members of our EDD council and we asked them, where do you live? Where do you work? Where, where do you recreate, socialize and shop? And the answers are all over the map, but that's expected because that's how we use space. So we always like to think about our region as an ecosystem and it has to be supported with work across city and county boundaries because that's the reality of, of our existence. <laughs> I think that it's absolutely beneficial to work at the local level. I have um, a background in working um, for a local government. I was working for the city of Alameda prior to my time here at East Bay EDA. And it's wonderful, but we also have to work together because one thing that impacts the city of Oakland is gonna impact the city of Alameda. One thing that impacts the East Bay is going to impact that. So I think it's really just understanding that we're part of an ecosystem and we have to look at large projects like transportation and housing in a, in a joint way. We have to think about it through that lens of collaboration. Absolutely. That's so true. Well, and can you tell us about your signature event, the annual East Bay Innovation Awards? Yes, absolutely. So the East Bay um, Innovation Awards was created to be a regional marker, sort of a tool to attract businesses by showcasing the success of our assets and our businesses in the East Bay. So it's a very competitive process, but it's exciting as well. Um, so of the 104 nominations we received last year, only 16 finalists get to compete in eight categories. Um, so of these categories, we have advanced manufacturing, clean technology, education, life, life sciences, for example. And um, it's, it's a very prestigious award. Um, some of the companies that have um, been winners in the past include Tesla, Impossible Foods, Kaiser Permanente, Clorox Company, as well as the East Bay Regional Parks District. So it's a really fun event. Uh, we like to think of it as the Academy Awards of East Bay Innovation. So everybody. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, we have a, a red carpet interview and uh, the winners are all revealed when the envelopes are opened that night. So it's it's got a really good energy, a very festive vibe. And actually, that's why we've sold out the historic Fox Theater in downtown Oakland three years in a row. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's so impressive. Yes, very, very much. So with only 16 finalists and just eight awardees, uh, it's it's a it's a fun event. It's a little competitive, but the reality is the the companies that are highlighted as finalists really catapult into their fields. Um, for example, we had uh, Sail Drone, a company um, in based in Alameda, actually, and those folks have been doing amazing things uh, since they were uh, noted as a finalist at the 2017 uh, Innovation Awards. So that was last year. But I, I just encourage folks to visit our website to see more information about the Innovation Awards. And we actually have videos from past years. So if you're interested to check it out and, and see what it looks like, please visit our website. And also, uh, I'd like to 
let everyone know that if you are aware of an innovative company in the East Bay, please nominate them. Uh, you can't win unless you're nominated. So we are actually opening up nominations in August. So keep an eye on our website uh, to get more information on how to nominate folks. Oh, that is so exciting. Oh, my goodness. Yes, it's, it's a very fun event. And we, Nicole, we have to get you to come. Now that I, now that I know you're down the street, you, you <laughs> definitely should do our Innovation Awards. I, it's going to be in March uh, for sure in 2019. So um, I, will, I will notify you as soon as we get that information set aside. Yeah, please do. That sounds so fun. I would love to go. Well, Jackie, it sounds like you guys are doing a great job in cultivating the economic growth of this whole region. I know, um, like you mentioned earlier a little bit, um, the East Bay, I think sometimes it can get overshadowed by other areas. I know, um, you know, traveling around and people ask, where are you from? And, you know, it's like, oh, do you know where San Francisco is? not there, um, like 40 minutes east of there, you know, different things. So um, you guys are, I love the efforts you guys are doing and really getting the East Bay on the map and um, people knowing what's here and that it's such a great place to live and work and play um, and everything. So um, thank you for that. No problem, of course. I'm I'm happy to to talk about it because the East Bay is amazing, as you know, <laughs> and we have so much to offer. And I think that it's really just an honor for me to get to work in my own backyard, in my own community. Yeah, absolutely. That is wonderful. Well, Jackie, I have a couple of wrap up questions for you. Mm -hmm. The first is, what is your biggest economic development secret to success for other economic developers out there listening? Sure, I, I would say that cross-sector work is really key to moving the needle. So you need different perspectives to work towards sustainable solutions for, for modern day challenges. So we consult our cross-sector leaders before we move ahead on any item. In fact, you know, as you know, uh, economic development is a fast-paced field. So we're constantly engaging our network and our members to ensure that we're informed about their perspectives on an issue. So I would just say overall, it's really important to keep a pulse on your region to ensure that your solutions are sustainable. Perfect, that's great advice. And my last question for you is, what is your favorite hobby? My favorite hobby. Well, um, I am an economic development analyst with a creative side. <laughs> so, hey. Um, <laughs> Yes, yes. So I'm, I'm actually a, a graphic designer uh, as well. So that actually comes in handy at work quite a bit. Um, I love, I absolutely love design and color and layout. But I am also uh, big into theater arts. So I, I absolutely love comedy and improv. And there's really something very freeing about being on stage. <laughs> so um, it's a passion of mine. And it's, it's really exciting to be able to balance my uh, my career, you know, and as well as sort of my my uh, passion for the creative arts. Yeah, that's really neat. I love that. That's awesome. And I'm sure there are many opportunities around here as well to be going into it or living out your passion. So. <laughs> 
Absolutely. The East Bay is a hotbed of, of artists and creativity, and I really wouldn't want to live in any other place. That's wonderful. Well, Jackie, thank you so, so much for taking the time to join us on the podcast and share all of your economic development tricks and tactics and just sharing about your organization. Um, I so appreciate it, and I know our listeners out there appreciate it as well. So thank you so much. Oh, no problem. Thank you again, Nicole. This has been really a pleasure. And if anyone's interested in learning more about East Bay EDA or about the work that we're doing, please feel free to reach out to me and I'm, I'm happy to chat with you. Economic Development Secrets is brought to you by Impact Dashboard, the only impact software built for economic developers. For more information on this podcast or to listen to past episodes, check out www.impactdatasource.com.